the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Very recently, a another legal immigrant to this country. I am a legal immigrant myself. Another legal immigrant who had served, I think, three communities as a law enforcement officer was gunned down in cold blood by a man who had no right to be here in America. That man is Corporal Ronel Singh, who left a beautiful widow and a five-month-old son after he was murdered. When I reported the news, I, I was covering another, I was guest hosting for another Salem show, and I was reporting the news about Corporal Singh's death. And as I did so, a federal agent texted me, somebody I'd worked with in the past, and said, America doesn't care. They'll forget Corporal Singh soon enough, like all the other Leos, all the other law enforcement officers who have been murdered in cold blood. Well, we're not going to let that happen. And in doing so, we're going to be joined today for the next two segments by Corporal Singh's commander, Sheriff Adam Christensen, who will tell us what really happened and what we need to know about the context in which this man was murdered and how it relates to the question of border security. Sheriff, are you with us? I am. Thank you, Dr. Gorka. Thank you, and, and a Happy New Year, and, and thank you for joining us. Uh, for those who, without any you know, malicious intent, for those who, who don't know anything about this story, would you just encapsulate, would you tell our listeners across the country what happened to Corporal Singh? So, point of clarification, I'm the elected sheriff in Stanislaus County. Corporal Singh worked for the Newman Police Department, a small department in southwest Stanislaus County with a police force of 12. The reason I'm involved in this is because we're the lead investigative agency. Right. You're, you're the sheriff of Stanislaus County. Yeah, thank right. you. Thank you. So, Corporal Singh, as I've shared with many before, is an immigrant who came to America lawfully and legally in pursuit of his American dream. His dream was to be a police officer and protect and serve his community, and he worked very hard to achieve that goal. Worked for uh, different agencies in a part-time capacity before he accepted a full-time job with the Newman Police Department. Took criminal justice classes, graduated from the academy, uh, even went above and beyond in seeking additional education in English classes to improve his English skills because English was not his native or first language so that he would be better understood. This 33-year-old immigrant was a committed, dedicated community servant. He had a beautiful family. Uh, he loved working for the people in Newman. He loved law enforcement. And he was directed, told about a DUI driver 
somebody we now know whom to be in this country illegally, present in the United States illegally, with a criminal background and a gang affiliation, and over a mere traffic enforcement stop for a DUI investigation, Corporal Singh's American dream was taken from him. Why, why was this man still in the country? Well, that's a good question. And one of the issues that I've, again, brought forward and raised, although trying to do it respectfully and certainly with great sensitivity, because the last thing we want to do, Dr. Gorka, is politicize Corporal Singh's death. But I think it begs a conversation. Why are we protecting criminals? Why are we providing sanctuary for criminals? The sheriffs in California, police chiefs, although there are some differing opinions, and I love a good-spirited debate, sanctuary policies are dangerous and irresponsible. They restrict law enforcement from effectively policing a community and doing their job. And to believe that somehow these policies promote trust is simply not true. People of any ethnic background, no matter their immigration status, should be able to trust law enforcement, and they do. We have excellent relationships with the immigrant community in the Central Valley. I've shared with the President of the United States and many others that agriculture in the Central Valley of California is our number one economy. And we have a significant number of people in this country, albeit illegally, that work in that industry, but they send their kids to school. They don't commit crimes. They don't victimize and exploit other people. They're just seeking a better life. It's not our job to enforce federal immigration law at the local level. It's our job to provide a level of service and protection that builds trust, and we've done that. I simply don't need the political interference, and law enforcement doesn't need to be restricted in its ability to communicate, collaborate, and cooperate with our law enforcement partners, including our federal law enforcement partners. We've had a lot of dialogue and discussion about national security, border security. I'm here to tell you that border security is incredibly important. We know that the cartels are alive and well. They traffic narcotics. They traffic firearms. They traffic little girls. They traffic humans. Yet we don't want to secure our borders, and I just don't understand that. If you look at addiction in America, and I know you've looked at it, I've, I've listened to you, Addiction is an epidemic. We're being destroyed by poisonous, addictive substances. But we don't want to have a conversation about lawful and legal immigration. I just I don't understand why we don't want to work together to solve the problem. This is where the rubber meets the road on the issue of, of the wall, and, and uh, the sheriff has kindly agreed to stay with us for the next segment. But, but I'd like to emphasize here why th- this is not about politics. F- forget campaign policy, campaign promises. The, the sheriff, if anybody can illustrate with credibility why this is an issue of public, not even national security, we can do the figures, talk about the 60,000 people dying of overdoses every year, multiples of those who were killed in Vietnam. Just talk about it at the level of public safety. And how about this? The left tells us they are the compassionate ones. If you are the compassionate ones, do you not wish to protect 
the people who are being trafficked? Do you not wish to protect the people who will be harmed by individuals such as this person who murdered Corporal Singh? Where is the compassion for those that are suffering as a direct result of our porous borders, as a direct result of the idea that somebody is arrested for a crime as an illegal immigrant and then for years and years was released back into the population on their own recognizance, of course, to disappear. Individuals such as the murder of Kate Steinle, who were deported multiple times only to come back to America and murder and commit crimes yet again. This is about your safety, your family, your community. This isn't about politics. Sheriff, um, we, we need uh, the listeners to understand that this isn't just a one-off event, that this is something that has become all too uh, often occurring an event. There's somebody else, another story you'd like to share with us from Sacramento. Please go ahead. Well, this is very similar to Sacramento County Sheriff's deputy by the name of Danny Oliver, who lost his life at the hands of a criminal illegal alien who had actually been deported previously, was back in the country, and had a pretty extensive criminal history. And that's just another example of why these restrictive policies, this legislation, is dangerous and irresponsible. I think that for your listeners, we need to bifurcate for a moment the issue of immigration and the, the good things about immigration in America. Uh, Corporal Singh was, uh, he was the, the poster child, if you will. He, he was the shining example of why legal immigration in America is a good thing. My concern, law enforcement's concern, and I know that there are probably law enforcement executive leaders nationwide that are concerned about political interference, policies or legislation that interferes with our ability to communicate, collaborate, and cooperate with our federal law enforcement partners simply because the politicians believe that we are indiscriminately, arbitrarily going out and targeting uh, undocumented immigrants in our community, which is simply not the case. It's not true. We have an outstanding relationship with ICE. They work with us. They don't come into my county sweeping through churches, schools, convenience stores, looking for people to arrest. They're specifically focused on fugitives and criminals, people who victimize and exploit others. It's very important to note that while we support legal immigration, we are going to have to have that discussion so that we can eliminate uh, potentially dangerous interference and, again, people in elected positions for self-serving political reasons uh, wanting to inhibit our ability to work collaboratively uh, with our law enforcement partners. This is one of those things that I think is important not only to honor uh, the memory of Corporal Singh, 
but to make sure that we're on a path that promotes healthier, safer communities. And the only way to do that is, is to look at what's really happening. And you and I both know that oftentimes what, what's reported is not what's really uh, taking place. Right. The other, the other issue we absolutely need to focus on is the issue of detainers. Yes. The federal courts have told law enforcement that honoring detainers is a violation of the Fourth Amendment. Well, if that explain, explain is, to the listeners what a detainer is, how it works, and why it's important. So a detainer is a document. It's, it's actually uh, an administrative document. Uh, it's an administrative process that ICE uses requesting law enforcement to hold people in custody so that they can come and pick them up. So, for example, uh, the seven people, the family members, friends, and associates of this criminal murderer who, who murdered Corporal Singh, they're in my custody. And ICE immediately uh, placed detainers on them, which I am unable to honor because of the federal court's ruling that it's a violation of uh, the Fourth Amendment. So the solution has to come from our federal government or Congress that allows uh, uh, that allows ICE to um, issue warrants of arrest or use a warrant signed by a federal magistrate uh, and use that as a as a means of holding someone. But but, but sheriff, have... th- th- this this seems like institutionalized insanity that you have the accomplices of this murderer and a local jurisdiction because of one federal decision can't cooperate with the federal agencies i'm looking at the figures i'm looking at the figures right now in just the last fiscal year ice made 158,000 arrests of illegals and and they you're do. you're and not able to cooperate with them because of one ruling this is like the twilight zone how do you do your job well, it makes it very difficult. And remember, this has nothing to do with sanctuary policies. Right. And, and, and there is a threshold where we can communicate with ICE, serious and violent criminal offenders, but anything below that threshold, uh, it becomes very problematic and we're prohibited. The other issue that needs to be resolved by the federal government, by Congress, is the issue of detainers. The right. federal court has ver- has very specifically said it's a violation of the Fourth Amendment to honor detainers. Great. If that's the case, let's find a solution so I'm not forced to allow people back into the community. I'm not forced to release criminals back into our communities. Yeah. Let, let, and, and rem- go let, ahead. Let me just make one comment here. And I know I'm just stating the obvious, and, and forgive me. And you don't have to respond. How do constitutional rights apply to illegal aliens that that i'm just going to let that out there i know this is a a, a supreme court issue but again it seems antithetical to common sense we've got one minute left and i'm going to ask you a a yes or no question let's flip it you've made it very clear how things work in real life at the level of your communities working with ethnic groups and that that is wonderful to hear But let's do what the military does. The military has a thing called red teaming, where you try and think like the enemy. And I just want a yes or no to this question, Sheriff. If you're a cartel member and you hear about sanctuary city policies, would you or would you not exploit that policy? 
We've got oh, 30, it would 30 seconds. Sorry? It would absolutely be exploited. Right. There's no doubt in my mind. They're exploiting it now. Right. That's what the American people need to hear. When somebody in your position, with your responsibility, who's right on the front line, who bears command responsibility, tells us, the taxpayer, who are supposed to be protected, that we have policies, regional policies in place that endanger all of us because the cartels can exploit them, that has to be stopped in the name of people like Corporal Ronald Singh and his widow and his five-month-old child. Didn't want to get this serious on the first day of the year, but sometimes you have to. Thank you, Sheriff. God bless you and everybody who works for you, who are on the front line, wearing the blue, keeping us safe. Thank you for what you do. Thank you, Dr. Gorka. Thank you, Sheriff. Happy New Year. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.